Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. A Shepherd in France Chapter 22 by Bern Redstone Ben walked into his hotel room and dropped his jacket on the couch. He'd seen Margot off, giving her a sweet kiss before she climbed into her taxi to make her early flight. They would meet again in a couple of months and he'd exchanged contact numbers with her so they could arrange the meeting. It was still early so the ladies were still asleep in the bedroom. They'd forgotten to close the door so he gently closed it. He opened his laptop and checked his email. There was a response from Barry Walker. He thanked Ben for responding and indicated that he'd spoken with Shelley Spencer and they had worked out a mutually agreeable price. Ben grinned. It looked like he had another house to renovate. This one would be a challenge as it was so outdated. He rubbed his hands together with glee. Ben? Is that you? He looked up and Penny wobbled into the living room with her eyes half closed. Her nightie was hanging off her left shoulder and one of her large tits was completely exposed. Penny, go put a dressing gown on and cover yourself up please. Ben said sternly. She glanced down and pulled the strap and fabric up to cover herself. She hustled back into the bedroom and came back out a short time later with the thick robe wrapped around her. Sorry, Ben, she said with a timid look. It's okay. Just try to be a little more careful in the future, he said looking at his email. There was a message from his lawyer. They'd hit a dead end looking into the history of the two ladies. There was no evidence of the abduction of a Karen or Penny in the time frame given. There was a good chance that they'd been runaways or street kids. Penny sat on the couch next to Ben. What are you doing? Reading an email from my lawyer. He said he wasn't able to find your previous identities. Can you recall anything else that might help? Do you remember where you were when you were abducted? The city? Country? Penny shook her head sadly. We were moved around so much. It's all a blur now. That's okay. We'll figure out what to do. My lawyer is still working on getting you new identity papers. I have a question I wanted to ask you and Karen. If we can't find your old identity, would you mind if I legally adopted you so we could build you new identities based on that? Penny's eyes lit up and she had a big grin on her face. That would be wonderful, she gushed. What would be wonderful? Karen mumbled as she walked from the bedroom rubbing at her eyes. She was completely naked. Ben looked away and sighed making Penny giggle. She leapt to her feet and rushed over to Karen turned her around and pushed the grumbling girl back into the bedroom. Moments later a contrite young blonde returned wearing a dressing gown cinched tight around her. Penny followed her out. Sorry, Ben. Karen mumbled. Like I said to Penny, be more careful in the future. Ben said. She nodded. Now what would be wonderful? Ben is going to adopt us. Penny gushed. Karen's eyes popped fully open and her jaw dropped. I was saying the lawyer can't find information about your past so we may need to build you new identities. I would like to adopt you too so they could use that for the identities. He explained to them. Karen squealed and rushed over to the couch and jumped on Ben. Papa! 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 She cried and Penny giggled madly and joined the pile. There was a beep and the door to Ben's room opened. Gabriella entered and took in the pile of giggling females trying to kiss Ben's face. Hello? Two happy faces popped up over the back of the sofa and they scrambled off Ben to rush to hug Gabriella giggling all the way. Ben sat up and tried to collect his wits. Ben is going to adopt us. Penny gushed. Gabriella looked at Ben in surprise. My lawyer can't find their original identities so we may have to build them new ones. They'll need a sponsor. 
he explained and Gabriella smiled at him shaking her head. She turned to the ladies. We're going to the beach today. You two should get ready for breakfast. I need to speak with Papa. She grinned. Yes, Mama. Penny giggled at her shocked look and rushed back into the bedroom with an equally giggly Karen. They closed the door and Ben was alone with Gabriella. Come sit with me, Mama. Ben grinned. Don't you start. She growled, but she was struggling not to smile. She sat and Ben gave her a kiss. How did it go with Margot last night? Gabriella said, getting right to the point. Dinner was very nice, and we had a good talk. She's going to be in the States for a conference in a couple of months and will visit then. She seems to be coming around but I guess we'll see how it goes. He shrugged. Then he frowned. I had another memory loss event last night when we went dancing. You'll have to ask Margot what we were talking about when it happened. Gabriella took his hand in hers. And something worse happened. He growled. She looked very worried. I'm famous. Ben barked. Gabriella's expression froze. What? A couple at dinner recognized me and had to have their picture taken with me before they'd go back to their table. Then the taxi driver invited me to his home so his wife could cook a traditional Persian meal for me. When we went dancing they gave us a reserved table, free champagne, and we were swarmed by paparazzi when we left. It was horrible, Ben exclaimed. Gabriella understood where this was coming from. The notoriety and hero worship must have really agitated Ben's subconscious issues. We're going home tomorrow so things will hopefully get back to normal then, she said and patted his hand. I did get some good news today. Ben smiled and Gabriella brightened up. Barry Walker is selling me his house. He's moving to his condo in Florida permanently with Phoebe. They wanted to offer it to me first before it went on the market. I had Trisha's cousin take care of it. I'll sign the papers when I get home, he said with a grin. Let me guess it needs renovations. Gabriella grinned and chuckled at the glee on his face. Listen, as today is our last day the plan was to go to the beach. Considering your fame situation maybe we should just go up to the pool, she suggested. No, I don't want this to take over my life. We'll go to the beach, he said with a stubborn look. Okay, but if you do attract unwanted attention we'll come back to the pool, she replied and he nodded. The door beeped once more and Catherine walked in. She smiled at them and plopped herself on the sofa and reclined back across Ben's and Gabriella's laps with a tired grin. Gabriella snorted. So I take it the date went well? Cat just grinned and nodded then yawned. Didn't get much sleep last night? Ben teased. Chanel had to get an early flight back to Paris this morning. And yes, we were up late too. She answered. She's probably on the same flight as Margot. Ben said. Oh. She's left? Cat asked. You'll see her again in a couple of months when she visits. Ben replied. What about Chanel? Are we going to be seeing her again sometime? Catherine smiled and looked at her friends with a blush. We're working on it. Good. You two are so cute together. Gabriella grinned and Catherine's smile showed how truly happy she was. Ben's going to adopt Karen and Penny. Gabriella said, bringing her friend up to speed with the morning's developments. Catherine blinked. Is that even possible? They're adults. So my lawyer tells me. He's already working on the temporary visas from the U.S. Embassy required to bring the ladies home with us. The police have apparently been very supportive and have supplied their findings regarding their abduction and enslavement to the embassy. Fingers crossed they leave on the plane with us tomorrow. Otherwise they will come once the paperwork is finalized. Ben explained. I'd better see about getting two more seats on the plane. He turned back to his laptop after helping Catherine sit up on the couch. Cat looked at her best friend and smiled sleepily. What's the plan for today again? We're going to the beach. Gabriella smiled. 
Ah, perfect. I'm going to go get ready. See you downstairs, the blonde said and dragged herself off the couch. She gave Ben and Gabriella a kiss on the cheek and left. Ben, I'll see you downstairs in 45 minutes, all right? Gabriella said, pulling his attention from the laptop. Sure. He smiled and gave her a kiss as she left. He saw there was only two seats left in first class, but he didn't have travel documentation for the two yet, so he picked up his cell and called to make the reservation. Twenty minutes later, he hung up feeling a little worn out from the hoops he'd had to leap through. He had the seats though, so that was what mattered. The ladies came out of the bedroom in their bikinis with gossamer sarong wraps around them. Ben shut down his laptop and made his way into the bedroom to get ready. His shower was quick and he dressed in the bathroom. When he came out in black board shorts, a tight white tank top, and black sandals he was greeted with whistles and cat calls. Surprised, he looked up and saw Sophia, Rachel, Megan, and Miriam, who was grinning with the others but blushing fiercely, sitting in the living room with Karen and Penny. He gave them a grin and they giggled. Let's go eat, he said. The concierge arranged for them to have a selection of lounge chairs reserved on the beach out in front of the hotel so after they'd enjoyed their breakfast and grabbed their beach stuff they made their way down to the beach. They had five of the ten sets of lounge chairs roped off. Ben and Daniel took the middle set and the ladies divided up the remaining ones. Out came the lotion and everyone applied some as no one wanted to go home red as a lobster. Ben pulled his tank top off and applied sunblock to protect his scars. Gabriella and Catherine applied it to his back. The bandages had been removed and they were gentle as they applied the lotion to his sides. He pulled the tank top back ungratefully as his large scarred torso was starting to attract attention. Daniel, Miriam, and Megan immediately headed for the water with Karen and Penny fast on their heels. Ben tilted his lounge chair up to keep an eye on them. Benin? He looked over at Catherine who was wiggling a bottle of sunscreen between her fingers as she smiled at him. He grinned and moved over to her. He squeezed lotion into his hands and made his way up her body from her toes, rubbing and massaging the lotion into her skin. By the time he reached her face she had relaxed completely and was sleeping peacefully. He swore he could hear her purring. He turned and Gabriella was holding up her own bottle. He saw Sophia and Rachel also waiting for him with smiles on their faces. He sighed and smiled. He dropped himself down on his chair once he'd finished massaging the four women into a blissful state. He watched the kids play in the water as the shore wasn't far from the chairs. They were laughing happily and he allowed himself to relax. He'd periodically crack an eyelid open to check on them. He felt cold droplets of water splashing on him and he realized he'd dozed off. He looked over at Daniel who had his back to him and was vigorously drying himself off. Don't forget to put more lotion on, he said and Daniel nodded. Ben looked down at the shoreline and saw Karen and Penny talking with four young men who were blocking their way back to the chairs. Penny nervously glanced at him and he rolled to his feet. He saw the immediate relief in her eyes as he walked down the beach towards them. For added effect he pulled off his tank top and draped it over his shoulder. Something I can help you fellows with? Ben rumbled. The leader of the group turned and Ben saw the large gold watch on his wrist. An image of a black SUV with four well-dressed punks popped in his mind. The man's annoyed expression was quickly replaced with an oh shit, grimace as he took in Ben's size and the visible signs of intense violence. Then recognition. You. His friends turned and each mirrored his expression. Don't you have enough women? One of the men complained. These are my daughters. Do you think you could pass my dating suitability test? Ben growled and stared each in the eye. None could hold his gaze for more than a second. Didn't think so. Enjoy your day, gentlemen, he said as an obvious dismissal. They moved away down the beach looking deflated. Karen and Penny rushed up and kissed Ben's cheeks. Thanks, Papa, they said in unison. 
he snorted and followed them back to the chairs. They had lunch on the beach and once more Ben was asked to apply lotion to their backs. Penny and Karen pouted until he finally gave in and did their backs as well. He noticed their muscles were knotted and wondered if that was due to the extra weight of their implants. He massaged the knots away and both sighed happily and thanked him when he was done. The afternoon was relaxing and Ben spent hours playing in the water with Miriam, Daniel, Penny and Karen. Once they had dried themselves by basking in the late afternoon sun they made their way back to the hotel and got ready for dinner. As a treat Gabriella had made reservations at an Italian restaurant which was famous for their pizza. There were other Italian dishes of course but she was sure the pizza was going to be a hit. They were seated at a long table five to a side. They placed their orders then Gabriella got everyone's attention. As some of our party weren't with us in Paris I will explain what we are about to do. We have a little family tradition where we list our three favorite experiences from a vacation. We shared our top three experiences in Paris so tonight we are going to share our favorite three after Paris to today. As we did in Paris, Catherine, would you like to lead us off? Kat's eyes went dreamy as she recalled her night with Ben and Gabriella and her night with Chanel but she caught Gabriella's raised eyebrows so she tucked those memories away and selected some less steamy ones. Okay, well, number three was our shopping day in St. Paul, Delaware Vents, and number two was our shopping day in Nice. She grinned as her daughters rolled their eyes. Number one was singing with Gabriella on the cable car's return trip in Chamonix. Sophia was obviously considering that day as well as a blush appeared on her cheeks. She was next and didn't realize it. When her mother poked her shoulder she jumped and looked around the table. Oh. Sorry, uh, well, number three was the fun we had with the actors in Avignon. Number two was the cable car's ascent. Her face blushed a deep red and Ben blushed as well. Penny watched the interchange with interest. Number one. Her eyes flicked to Ben once more then returned to the table surface. There are too many good memories. Some frightening ones too but mostly they're good. Rachel? Catherine asked as the young woman looked distracted. She jumped. Yes? Oh, the shopping in Nice, St. Paul, Delaware Vents, and Lyon. She mumbled. She looked at Ben then Sophia and shared a small smile with her sister. My list starts with dancing at the club last night. That was so much fun. Did anyone see who the celebrity was? We could barely get out of the club because of all the paparazzi. Megan gushed as she looked over at her sisters who shook their heads. Ben scowled and Gabriella snorted. Megan continued. Shopping in Nice was exciting and playing on the beach today with Ben was my number one. She grinned at him and he smiled back. Karen saw she was next. Ben rescuing us from the house. Ben rescuing us from the police and bringing us to his hotel. Ben adopting us. She blinked at the gasps from Catherine's daughters. Miriam looked confused and a little worried so Gabriella whispered something in her ear and it calmed the girl. Penny nodded and pointed to Karen. That's my list too. The adoption gives the lawyers something to build their new identities from. All we have is the police statement and, as of tonight, travel papers from the U.S. Embassy so they can come home with us tomorrow. Ben explained. Karen and Penny shrieked with excitement and hugged each other. Karen turned to hug Megan and Penny squeezed Daniel to her chest. The boy blushed as he tried to hide the enormous smile struggling to escape. Daniel sat up straight and looked at the group. Okay, it's my turn. Number three was Penny's hug just now. Laughter erupted and Penny kissed his temple as a reward. The blush continued. Number two was the day Ben and I hung out at the pool. Gabriella's eyes teared up with joy as she beamed at her son. Number one was playing in the water today but there really were so many awesome things about this holiday. Miriam looked down the table and smiled at her mother. I loved shopping in Nice with the ladies. I had so much fun with the actors in Avignon. She looked at Ben. Playing in the water today was best of all. Ben smiled back at the young woman.
It was Gabriella's turn and she beamed at her children. I feel blessed for being able to share this incredible trip and all these wonderful memories with such wonderful people. Spending time with my cousins again. Seeing the joy on the faces of my children. She turned to Ben. Thank you Ben for making this trip so much more special. The group began applauding and Ben took the praise graciously. He finally held up his hands and they quieted down. When Gabriella first invited me to join her on her family vacation, on Miriam's suggestion, he nodded to the young woman and saw her smile broadly for his remembering. I had no idea what to expect. The furthest I traveled was down to Austin, Texas, and that was just for a few days. France was a much bigger leap for me. I never would have done it without your guidance. This time he nodded to Gabriella and Catherine. The trip was life-changing in many ways, almost all of it for the better. I met some really special people present company included. It's been an adventure, but I'm ready to go home. He lifted his glass of water. To home. He called and they raised their glasses to cheer with him.